Starship Trooper, or something of that nature. That's our audience. I don't think Billy Zane in tight purple spandex is our audience. I understood our thought process uh-huh. um, to go with something we could, I guess, make fun of, uh-huh. as opposed to The Rock, which, you know, I, I think over. I've seen that yeah. one. I've I've seen it, you know, a dozen times yeah. at least, so I don't know how much more I have to add. I didn't think that I'd seen the Phantom because even as a kid, I remember, I mean, we come from the same hometown. We had a, a drive-in movie theater, which is actually really cool. I think back of that and I'm like, man, that's awesome that that was yeah, like actually, in our yeah, town. Had one. Um, and, you know, so summer movie season was a big deal. I remember um, the owner of the theater, I don't know what we were watching on this particular summer, um, probably Twister again. <laughs> I was probably, you know, couldn't get enough of it. Um I remember him saying, like, oh, here's what's coming up. And uh, he listed the Phantom <laughs> instead of the Rock. I pulled a sober cinema, and I made a face. I was like, oh, God, no. And I, I'm just a little punk kid at that point. And my mom starts laughing. He's like, what? What's wrong with the Phantom? And I'm like, no one's going to see the Phantom. And, of course, I'm saying this with complete authority. Imagine the balls on a 13-year-old to tell the manager <laughs> of the drive-in. You have made a crucial fucking error in your business, sir, to you go against the rock. are a dunce, sir. <laughs> Let's take a look around. Darkness rules the earth. In a dangerous world. Governments crumble. Chaos reigns. In a treacherous time. There is opportunity in chaos. Evil is a fact. We shall succeed where they have failed. Drax is on a quest for a supernatural power. They know far too much. And courage. Stop them. You're the only one who can. Is a phantom. Who was that guy? Somebody I already killed. Some who say he is only a myth. Soon they will discover the Phantom is real. <laughs> Opening weekend at place six behind the second week of Dragonheart, behind the second week of Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg, which we probably should have. We probably should have done over Dragonheart, but I'm glad that we didn't because I don't know where that conversation would have gone. Well, we don't have enough people to get canceled anyway, so... I am actually, like, um, uh, someone on Facebook I'm friends with had the most random of posts. I don't think it was Whoopi Goldberg's birthday or anything recently. I don't know. (laughs) That just had pictures of her, um, and nothing, like, pretty silly or, like, necessarily attractive, just generic headshot pictures of Whoopi Goldberg smiling or whatever. Mm saying, like, do you remember the time when America didn't think this was one of the most beautiful women on the planet? And I'm, what do you mean, I, today? <laughs> and I, I'm clicking on the, like, view more to see, like, what's what's the punchline? What's the gag here? That yeah, was it. Someone, someone that I'm friends with, I know in real life, decided that day to repost or share, like, a meme where it's like, you know what? We did a disservice to Whoopi Goldberg. How can we let this travesty pass? And I'm like, you know... Not everyone gets to be considered like I mean, a very successful comedian, right? Sister act, all of that. Does everyone who's successful get to have everything in life? It's it's like the people who uh, 
the, the LeBron James of the world that root for the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, and the Chicago Bulls in the, the early 90s. It's like, you don't get to have everything. Whoopi Goldberg doesn't get to be considered one of the most beautiful women. She's successful <laughs> enough. Like, okay. Well, that's that's pretty much the culture. That's a, that's a indicative of the culture of which we've come to. I, you know, you know, white guys, <laughs> white guys have had it fine. I'm not going to go into it, but like, if I was talking with, uh, not sorry, Derek, uh, we watched on the grand gesture waiting to exhale, mm-hmm. which I just assume you have on repeat. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, you're not the way on, on black women. You, you fucking love them. Um, and there's a few times in the film where they talk about, uh, white women. It's like, there's bile in their throat. And he just point blank asked me as a white guy, like, what'd you think? I'm like, I'm a middle-aged straight white guy. There's really nothing you can say that hurts me. I don't care. <laughs> if I go on Twitter, it's nothing but arrows being shot my way. And I guess, you know, my particular white privilege in that regard, because um, I certainly am far removed from the success of Whoopi Goldberg professionally <laughs> and financially, uh, is uh, to not care. I did, there's I, nothing you can say. It doesn't affect me I, in the slightest. I think that's the height of white privilege, is getting <laughs> yes. to say uh, any hateful shit you say my way. I just... <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. I hate you. I hate you. I hate everything about you. I do too. Uh, they would hate it. They'd hate it so much. No, yeah, that's definitely not the reaction they want. But as far as like white women go, like that's this thing with a, a lot of white women now is like it don't matter how big and fat and disgusting you are. Like you're a queen and you're the best and you're beautiful. And you're, when your heart gives out at 34, we'll have you in a pretty coffin. I see. Jesus, dude. Like, you know, came off the top. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired. Like I'm a chunky dude. I get it. You don't got to tell me that I fucking, you slay king. Get him boy. <laughs> Nobody go slap the donut out of your hand, Chunky. <laughs> I just want to remind real, our dude. listeners that we, I was just going through the box office results for the Phantom, and somehow here we are. Well, that's because that's I said back to the whoopee thing. Like this woman is beautiful. No, she ain't. <laughs> she is not. I mean, there's nothing particularly wrong with her, but she's a comedian. I, I don't remember people saying that uh, Robin Williams was the sexiest man on the no, planet. That's just not the, uh, the what they were trying to attain. away from a goddamn gorilla. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you like that, yeah, then you, know, you have that's to understand cool. your particular niche uh-huh. there. Um, it, not yeah, everybody's uh, beautiful, man. Not everybody gets to be beautiful. It's fine. We've, we've hit that point, though, where everybody's too afraid to like, oh, I mean, you know, he's... He's not, he or she's not the best looking person, and you can't say that, though. I'm about to play that card on the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, as I said, I don't think I watched this, but I, I felt like I, you know what my dumbass scenes. did? I, I thought it was oh, the no. shadow. Like, <laughs> no, I watched it, but. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, the Phantom knows, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Is that what I'm watching this week? <laughs> I had seen The Shadow. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember liking it. I think that one came out in 94. I feel like it was... What this is, this is this is Dick Tracy and what they did in fucking 1990. And it's like, I guess they were just slow to get these out. But they're like, oh, Dick Tracy. Uh, that had a lot of movie stars in it. And that was, a, I guess, a modest success. Uh, it was really expensive, from what I remember. Which I don't know if wild. I made its money back. But uh, The Shadow and The Phantom are clearly from the Dick Tracy ilk. I think what they were hoping for was probably Batman success 
Yeah. But it's like they, they completely disregard that Batman had been successful for almost a century at that point in cartoons and TV shows. Like, and it just took Warner brothers dumbass that long <laughs> to put out a fucking feature film in 89. Uh, I don't remember as a kid ever having a phantom lunchbox or the fucking shadow. It's, you know, there's, there's a clear disconnect there. It's not Batman. It's just content, man. Like I was thinking this while I was watching the movie. I was like, well, I looked it up on on the internet. I was like, when, when did the fucking Phantom even? Uh, when where's the origin of it? And constantly, the fans of this lame old fucking character is like, it came before Batman and Superman. Did you know that they were like, yeah, he fucking sucks. That's why, like, he's had as much time as Batman and Superman, and like, he, nobody cares it about the a, fucking Phantom. It's not taking. It's like the, we've rejected it. Maybe I don't know if on the Sunday comic strip. You know, especially when it was in color. I don't know. And he got to see him in purple once a week on the oh Sunday paper. But, uh, you know, it's it's the generic. And, of course, now, can, can you imagine this now? Uh, Billy Zane, the Phantom, the IMDb summary, descendant of a line of African superheroes, oh, travels it. to New York City. I love that so much. I was like, oh, move Ooh. over, Chadwick Boseman, baby. We got the oh, real African God. superhero. <laughs> that goes back to the, uh, I, I don't know if you've heard this, the Twitter uh uh, celebration and outrage. Uh, I guess Disney announced for their live action Snow White. I think it's going to be uh, someone who is uh, black or has some black yeah. uh, heritage. And of course, you have the the people that are like, "Well, it's Snow White. How? What's next? A white Black Panther?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I don't really care. Like, no. why do I care about these?" Fucking children's movies that they're they're remaking endlessly. It's, it's the same people from like twenty do years a different, ago. Do a different version. I can't I don't believe care. you made the Kingpin black. Like who gives a fuck? Go crazy with it. I, I don't give a shit. I don't I don't care. Entertain if, me. Uh, That's it. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what do I know? I'm just just a white guy just trying to give everybody what they want. You know? Nothing can upset me really though. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. I have, I have a century of material geared right towards me, baby. That's what if we're I get really tired of it these days, is white guy entertainment. I just, I just uh, zoom up my buddy Jerry, and we go back to 1996. <laughs> back just, to the good old oh. days when they had white entertainment. I'm trying to look other. Let's see. We have to go back. We did do the Martin Lawrence film. But we did pass on Eddie for Dragonheart. And you know what? Film Twitter, if you're listening, I apologize. I didn't have a good time. Uh, <laughs> other than looking at the breasts of a woman that uh, happened to be in Dragonheart and was not showing them at the time. Boy, would I have loved that, though, as a 13-year-old. I would have lost kids, but you know, a lot of male kids would have wanted to. Gained men. Gained men. That day. <laughs> I'm going to see Dragonheart again. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, the film's... Greatest failure of many. Uh, first off, oh, Billy Zane many, many, many. has no no charisma. Um, it's funny, like as often as like you know Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, uh, George Clooney. I'll give him as not a great Batman, but you know I wouldn't say that Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer are doing a lot as Batman. That often the the criticism is like, well, that's the boring role. The villains get to be fun. Uh, man, you can tell as you said the caliber of actor when we talked about Mission Impossible was Emmanuel mm-hmm. Burt. And Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> I'm going to be the guy that's like, you know what? Vanessa Redgrave, better actress than this whoever the fuck. No name is. that never acted again. Brave. <laughs> <laughs> Going out on a limb. <laughs> I will hashtag that episode brave and tag myself. <laughs> it's a talk shit about a woman on there. Um, 
Billy Zane is no Val Kilmer, even in Batman Forever. Like, there is such a gap between these generic line readings, oh like, covered God. in the spandex, and I'm like, wow, Val Kilmer apparently was doing a lot, because he was kind of charismatic, and I thought he was a stiff. Roll out Billy Zane here in The Phantom. Uh, whole movie and, of people phoning it in. Whew. Uh, however, its biggest sin is you have Catherine Zeta-Jones as the what third villain down the list yeah. you have treat williams as the big bad and then you have uh dexter's dad uh james remore as quill as like i guess the heavy uh, who killed phantom in the past and during that death rattle the phantom punched him so hard with his little signet <laughs> ring that it like <laughs> imprinted on his yeah, cheek forever a, uh, charlie murphy and rick james mm-hmm. <laughs> i only i only wish that it was like he did enough times where it was like tears phantom skull <laughs> off dexter's dad Catherine Zeta-Jones is, uh, like, third-string villain, and you they should have known immediately when she's on screen, when they're filming, like, holy shit, that's the only movie star we've got in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, change this up. What are the, it doesn't make any fucking sense. They're, they're, How it's dare like you Jones. Buffy? Like- <laughs> I, yeah, I don't give a shit about Buffy. I think she's, like, all, like, conservative and right-wing now. Um, Christy Swanson. Ugh. Um, I don't, I don't, I say these things and then I'm just like, I feel like I just go to that whenever I dislike a, a performance. I'm like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, they're probably Republican. <laughs> but I'm also like, probably not that different from Twitter in that regard. Uh, let's see. Conservative. Uh, there is a Google suggestion on that. Um, Swanson married her skating with celebrities partner, Lloyd Eisler. There's a skating with celebrities. <laughs> Okay, well, she's suffering enough then. Jesus. Yeah, um, leave her alone. She probably they have one son. the rim of her revolver. <laughs> Swanson is a Republican. Uh, for supporting Donald Trump, Swanson said that she and fellow actor Dean Cain received death threats for taking part in Obamagate, a stage play that focused on Trump. Uh, All right, when I'm right, I'm right. Fuck her. Catherine Zeta-Jones, that's... That's a lady. That's an actress, Christy Swanson. Well, she sucked ass then. She sucks ass now. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't go down on her, she's... <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking death trap. But you know what? <laughs> you can just fucking kill me. I'll, I'll take my shot right now. Whatever. <laughs> Hyro. I know Hyro served. But there's just... There's something about him where he's... Uh, you have to know what's a glorious death. <laughs> I was pointing with my finger, and my, the listeners can't tell, but I'm, I've got Catherine Zeta-Jones tabbed out right here. What? What is? Well, I mean, Simon Winsor. I never heard of this director. Did no one on set think, "Hey, let's beef up this part"? Like, because when Catherine, I, I know it's a little bit unfair because it's 2020 hindsight where I say, "Hey, a movie star, I know her," but I feel like even watching it then in '96, you would be like, "That's okay. That's someone." that's going to go on and do things. And clearly it's the only one that Hollywood came calling for and said, Hey, let's give you bigger parts. Let's, oh, let's push you. She's the only one that had a recognizable emotion in the entire movie, which it was mostly bereft of. Uh, it's just, man, it's so bad. All that liberal sexiness too. All that supporting Trump, <laughs> that thing that you could, you could tell even then from, for, from Buffy, you know, the original Buffy that no one gives a shit about. Um, I'm trying to see what this director did. Um, he he did go on to do Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Oh. That sounds about right. <laughs> right down his alley, then. 
The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, subtitled Daredevils of the Desert. Ugh. You know, I was thinking that when I was watching this movie. It's like, maybe if you take Indiana Jones and then, like, covered in turds, that's like the Phantom. <laughs> the plot's not that different from an Indiana Jones movie. It's a chase for artifacts it's, and objects Yeah, and I mean, it's like a... But... Treat Williams, though. I, where do you stand on this? Because watching all these, we're recording mm. four together. We're doing this without, I, I want to mention, without a high row. We're also an hour and 20 minutes in. And we're wrapping up the fourth movie. Fine day. with me. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're just banging through them. Uh, and that's with me spending 20 minutes uh, looking at a uh, solid titty 20 pictures. minutes of Dina Myers. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, Dina, <laughs> you are. Uh, you're a gem, is what you are. <laughs> Not like that Christy Swanson. I hope. My God, let me Please don't let Dina now. be a Republican. <laughs> no, oh, fire. boy. Here we go. The moment of truth. Politics. There is. Uh, the only thing that comes up is Ask Dina on Dina Meyer official website. Um, How are your and... boobs? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that that's... Uh, uh, the first uh, question on there, March 23rd, 2021, is from Danny Manny. He looks like he's about 10 years old. Um, oh. That's a strange demographic. That's that you would even know who Dina Meyer is. Yeah, good for her, him and her. I don't know, but she probably should be careful in how she responds mm. to him. He just says, have you been to Rockville, Maryland? Oh. Will you come visit me? <laughs> I saw your movie Starship Troopers, and I have something to ask you <laughs> Second question is from Hiro from Peru, which says, <laughs> what was it like recording new vocal tracks as Oracle for Crisis and Infinite Earths? Man, he loves those straight video <laughs> DC cartoons. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, the Phantom's bad. Treat Williams, uh, the reason I was bringing him up, though, is uh, we love the uh, over-the-top nature of Eric Roberts and Heaven's Prisoner. Uh, I did not much care for Treat Williams as Xander Drax, other than the name, I guess, in The Phantom. He so was... I'm asking you, Jared, what's the difference as far as like chewing the scenery and being ridiculous as uh, the heavy? It was just how poorly he did the lines, I think. Like, it, it was it was recognizably bad from how he was just like, you could have had somebody, you you could tell me that somebody was off in the distance with a with a of the mm. card telling him what he needs to say and he's reading it in the moment. Like it's it's wild to me that we're lauding Eric Roberts as this acting virtuoso, but he is compared to Xander. I think the only thing I can figure is Eric Roberts is playing a character that you kind of want to be. I don't want to be true. I don't want to be Xander Drax here in the Phantom. Uh, I, I, he's not someone I want to hang out with. Whereas <laughs> Shrimp eating shirtless Bubba on his uh, previous, I guess, plantation farmhouse uh, with Terry Hatcher uh, refusing to use a coaster and that setting him off to no end uh, <laughs> where you know that later he's going to beat her. Um, I have to watch it. I just said I want to be him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I say your wife ears perk up. <laughs> it's actually the roles are reversed. If I'm not using a coaster, you're going to get your she, ass you know, beat. <laughs> She's a tall woman. She's got reach. You know, just it just flies out of nowhere. That hand comes it down. It might be and... a pretty even fight. You both are about the same height. Mm. I'm going to lose. <laughs> I'm going to lose. Well, apparently, if she flashes you, you'll lose all. <laughs> the punishment is to go to the Catherine Zaya-Jones mines, I guess. And it's like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> 
don't send me down there <laughs> Hiro says I'll die <laughs> he's got the People Magazine article taped to his fridge <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh he's gonna love these does episodes anyone, whenever he hears does them. anyone oh. listening to this know what the Phantom's about based on listening to this write into at Sober Cinema and tell us what you think if it's about uh, the prevalence of HPV <laughs> from woman to man in marital bliss we haven't talked about also, this movie at all <laughs> I want to just say uh, hardcore listeners will know that when Jared and I record a new album which means we're doing four you know Four in a day. Um, in a couple of hours. <laughs> we don't even, we don't cut. <laughs> that last one, man. Oh, you know, yeah. It's gonna, this is the after party. Yep. This is the green room where we're tired of movies. And uh, I think it's fine with the Phantom. I, I mean, You're tired of the really... Phantom very quickly. Very quickly. I thought that it was going to be decent. I really did when I came into it. Because one of the first um, bits is they make the kid drive across the bridge like, they're driving, and they get to this ridiculous fucking bridge over this chasm, and they're mm-hmm. like, fuck, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. Who's going to drive over? And then it cuts to the kid driving the truck across the bridge, and I actually chuckled. I was like, man, maybe this might be okay. Maybe it got a bad rap. All downhill from there for me. I tried to go to the time of release to see how the response was, and it says on Wikipedia that the uh, uh, critics were divided over whether its pulp adventure approach was charming and authentic or vapid and dull. I'm like, really? Were you really divided on how you, you felt about that? What's I, charming I, about I think, it? Like, uh, <laughs> the release, um, it says, to coincide with the premiere of the film, The Phantom was used as part of the Got Milk campaign. Oh, my God. Based on the characters drinking milk in the comic. Boy, the fans were went nuts about that, I guess. Um, I tell you why The Phantom failed. The Phantom is fucking lame. Like, that is... <laughs> That's really the crux oh, here's of another the issue. One. We didn't talk about the Rocketeer, which I think I felt like that was. Man, I watched that like one time, I think, when it first came out. My memory of it as a kid was I didn't really care for it, but I felt like it was well received. Uh, but is that the Disney branding I think on so. it? Um, yeah, so I forgot that one. There's just you know, just this, this stuff's not for me unless it's got Madonna trying to fuck somebody in it. <laughs> uh, if Catherine Zeta-Jones was playing that role, which I guess she. Kind of is with the Phantom, doesn't she? Like make out with him after, like, and then he like it's really weird script. Like, like they take him away, and she's like, "When you're done with the body, it's mine," or something. Like, a fucking freak. Like, no wonder she got <laughs> poison puss. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus! Oh, I can't. I swear, sometimes I I stop what I'm doing and listen to you, which is like, you know, that's that's being respectful. Yeah. Um, but it stops me from like, all right, I need to get the, uh, get, the, get more information here to throw out there. And then you throw out, uh, poison puss. Which, um, that's a better knock list for mission. Vanessa <laughs> Redgrave was throwing that shit around to everybody. Whose code name is poison puss. <laughs> it's definitely not Emmanuel Burt because just, there's just, really, that's really just hate like that woman, don't you? And she's like, fucking Pam Beasley is what that is from The Office, except a French spy. Just Man. as dull as they come. I hope our... Same with uh, Trumper uh, Buffy here. Uh, Ugh, uh, why would you want it? I, uh, I, 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 Billy Zane, have we... African superhero. I love that. <laughs> I you want this? I love that. I, you know, 
I had that moment at the beginning of the film. Like, I didn't want to go on this big tirade, but I was like, I understand, like, why people dislike white people a lot of times because mm. now you've got. Billy Zane. Yeah, Billy Zane specifically. <laughs> but, you know, the concept of these white people invading Africa and then fighting amongst each other, causing a fucking ruckus like, amongst the indigenous people. Like here comes the whites again, fucking shooting and blowing up bridges and stealing artifacts. Like, Hopefully our, uh, our own white savior will, uh, in purple spandex, will dispatch of them and, uh, the punch man, them with his little ring, that, leaving a mark. That, that reeks, reeks of white privilege and the white savior trope of like, a little white boy washed across the, <laughs> the beach of Africa and became the savior of our whole continent. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Uh, as ridiculous as it was, it was still terrible. The seed was planted that day for Christy Swanson and, uh, to one day vote for Donald the Trump. The whites will rule. <laughs> I blame the Phantom for that. <laughs> so terrible. So terrible. Can you imagine like showing that movie to any other uh, person of color, not white? Like, <laughs> I would just print out this review from Kenneth Tran of the Los Angeles Times, and his non-splat of the Phantom says, It's nice to see some things done the old way. Oh, what, what, what does Kenny mean? Make Bengali great again, eh? That uh, doesn't quite <laughs> roll off the tongue as well. <laughs> I'm sure we could uh, we could probably get Christy Swanson on uh, Cameo oh, I'm to sure. say that for this episode. i say we could crowdsource our two wallets right now and <laughs> get her enough money to where she's on Cameo. <laughs> say you love Obama. <laughs> 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 Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Let's see. Ah, it's her Twitter. Her, her pin tweet is uh, her meeting President Trump. He's mentally ill. I hate, you know, there's a lot of mentally ill people. She just happens to be one of them. I never saw the uh, thought when I was, uh, I mean, I saw the original Buffy yeah. when I was, you know, around this age. Never thought, hey, uh, that young lady is going to be a huge fan, well, first off, Donald Trump. But apparently if you go to her Twitter feed, she retweets John Lovitz like every day. What? Whatever he's talking about, she retweets. He I, is I champagne. I, I mean, you know. There we go. There we go. There we go, baby. Play the play the horrific date, Valentine's Day date for John Lovitz. I'm champagne. That's what we're saying to Christy Swanson right now. Yeah, Christy, I ain't interested. <laughs> Single white dude, bald white dude in the middle of Kentucky. Well, nah, I'm about past. <laughs> fucking movie star <laughs> oh. poison puss right. <laughs> well, poison puss wasn't with us this, for these episodes <laughs> maybe that's why Hiro isn't here maybe he's, he's come down with it maybe we I would hate to think that I uh, I guess the peer pressure of me being like man you're probably deeply unsatisfying to your wife and he's like maybe I <laughs> then he gets sick 
gonna say uh, we'll be holding a commemorative or a, a memorial <laughs> episode. This Tyro's got HPV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's okay, Hyro. Right. You still use a voice box when they remove your tongue. And <laughs> your thoughts on, yeah, on uh, next week's episode. Fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, get out your uh, your voice box for the cable guy, Hyro, and we'll, we'll let you have uh, your five minutes of material, and then uh, that's enough because uh, yeah, I love Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I thank my co-hosts Jared and Hyro for joining us late in the game. We will be back to discuss the uh, Cable Guy on the next episode. Thank God, I guess that's all I can. I've seen the Cable Guy, and that's this is going to be like fucking Vertigo or The Godfather after after this. I made the mistake. I'll I'll give you a behind the scenes with Jared. Uh, Mm. (laughs) I watched Dragonheart and then The Phantom. And I reached critical mass. I was like, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to keep podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, that made Dave Robichaux like, mm, like mm. heaven, uh, manna from heaven. Well, okay, look at this murderer's row we have coming up. The cable guy, eraser, and striptease. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a more behind yeah. the scenes. Hyro is going to hate striptease. And I can't yes, wait yes, to uh, berate mm-hmm. him over it. I mean, you've berated him today. This is, <laughs> this is, cancer wish diagnosis uh on him but his marriage improves in all aspects all right it's enough out of us an hour and a half we're just yeah we uh we got done by just got mean 